0: Welcome back, everybody! to This week's episode of Into the Fire, where every single week we're covering off hot topics. And all we're trying to do is have a good discussion to try and clear the smoke away and find some clarity. And we've had some really, really good interviews. My man, Rob Reed, how you doing, man? Hey,
1: really good, Ryan. Great seeing you again this morning. Absolutely. Welcome back to the big chair. Ah,
0: it's nice (laughs) to be back, man. Nice to be back in the big chair. How you liking the big chair? Not bad. You know what? I've really been enjoying it. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's been a lot of fun.
1: It is. It's a different skill set and making sure you're asking those questions with the people and Mm. trying to get the right answers from them and oh yeah and sometimes taking not taking them where they don't want to go yep you know there was there's been opportunities for me to ask a question that may not have given the answer that we wanted or maybe put them on the defensive and I don't think that that would have been a very good way to have an interview
0: it's a new skill right and you're learning Mm -hmm. how to interview and that by itself is a skill unto itself that you're learning step by step interview Mm -hmm. by interview and like anybody else you start you get better right? yeah and that's the thing that like I'm, I'm really impressed you're doing a really good job and we mm-hmm. just started we got a full season of people that we got to talk to still and uh we're gonna see exactly how you improve through mm-hmm. the season but you've been doing great man
1: well thank you thank you it's funny i was uh a guest on uh, drew caldwell's podcast earlier this week uh his fire protection podcast oh, nice. and you know when we were done with that i said the same thing to him i said drew you know what what a a great interview. You know, you did such a good job walking me through everything. And, you know, he was very appreciative of the compliment. And he said, yeah, it's taken some time to get of there. Course. But, you know, he's been getting compliments from some of his guests as well because he's just asking good questions. Of course. Oh, and that's yeah. what makes a good interview. That's what makes a good show is asking Absolutely. good questions
0: absolutely and having somebody who's going to get give you a good answer as well yeah absolutely yeah somebody who's a little bit more closed in not giving you a good answer then you kind Mm. of have a dead interview kind of a dud but we didn't have duds we had some really good interviews in january so this is kind of what we want to do with the end of the fire is kind of do a synopsis like i want to hear about your top takeaways from the interviews that we had in january Mm -hmm. you know today being february 3rd um it's really important that we take a step back we look back at the content that we developed we look back at the conversations that we had Brian Sharfstein.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Brian was a great conversation. It
0: was a great conversation. A guy with plenty of experience in Mm -hmm. the retail sector, um, customer service oriented individuals. We get definitely get a lot of um, different insights from him. Barry Rempel. Barry was great. Yeah, CEO of Winnipeg Airports Mm -hmm. Authority. Again, just tons of experience, right? In the central hub in terms of transportation in Winnipeg. So mm-hmm. the man's got a number of different challenges. And of course, Merle West, who comes with a wide variety of experience in terms of mm-hmm. how to deal with people, how to manage, motivate, inspire people. Well, to how to facilitate
1: them. excellence, the name of her company, yeah. but that's exactly what Merle does. And it was such a great conversation with her as yeah. well. So there's yeah.
0: there's so many different conversations and here's the thing, it's it's all about what you choose to value Mm -hmm. you could sit there and be like oh yeah conversation move on to the next no but let's take a moment and be very thoughtful about what we learned from those conversations so for -hmm. us to go back and 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 take a a review of it that to me is valuable because i want to know what we learned and
1: I want to start by you and asking you, okay. what were your top takeaways from each of those interviews? Well, you know, there was so many because, uh, like I say, they're good people mm-hmm. and, you know, a wealth of knowledge in, in all of them. Uh, you know, when I look at Brian, one of the top takeaways from him, you know, Brian Sharstein from Canadian Footwear. Uh, Brian talked about the customer experience, but when he was talking about customers, he was talking about his internal customers mm. and how important those internal customers are meaning his staff, and how they need to be able to respect each other, work together, create a culture internally of cooperation yeah. and experience and you know all the good stuff that goes with that. And that was a really good one from Brian. And I really enjoyed hearing it. It's
0: almost like a complete shift in thinking where we're very external focused. We're always thinking about the customer, the mm-hmm. customer, new business, new mm-hmm. business, prospects, mm-hmm. partners, the community. What about your own internal community we're talking Mm. about advertising and marketing budgets Mm. for external well what about marketing budgets for internal Mm -hmm. what are you doing to cascade the important messages about your purpose about your vision your mission your values internally what are you doing to innovate internally for your own employees what are you doing to create sense of uh customer satisfaction internal for your own employees here's the thing what brian did was he stimulated some thought yourself for a lot of other people you certainly did you know yeah. and, and i always want to point this out too because this is something that people who watch this show really need to understand is that if brian's talking about this or barry talks about this or merle talks about this or rob talks about this they talk about something and you look at that overall and you say like wow that that sounds really good in theory but in practice how do we execute on that like you're not doing a great job of that or, or how do we do that Listen, it all starts with knowing what to do first, and then Mm -hmm. it starts with executing on that. So for all of you out there who are watching this and you're just like, yes, I love this, but I'm not doing a good job. You're probably in good company because there's no company out there that does it 100%. So, again, take that stimulus and constantly improve.
1: And learn and and try. I'm going to say experiment. Put it out there. You know, people, and I don't think it's any secret now, people know I pound through the books and I do a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. But reading doesn't make me an expert. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like saying, you know what? I read a cookbook, so now I'm a master chef. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you know what? I got to turn on the stove. (laughs) I got to put a pot on there. I got to crack some eggs. I got to start doing. So it's great to read because it gets you on the path, but it doesn't mean you've become the expert. That's right. You know, know, I could say the same thing, you know, martial arts. I could read about Bruce Lee. Totally. I'm not Bruce Lee. No, exactly. You (laughs) You got to get in there and you got to fight in order to figure it out. You got to start doing the work and sometimes you're going to stumble And sometimes you're going to make some mistakes, but if you don't start, you won't get there. You never will. It's a timing thing too
0: in a Mm -hmm. company. When you're dealing with people and Mm -hmm. different priorities and different initiatives Mm -hmm. and certain transitions, certain disruptions, Mm -hmm. you can't just go ahead and start launching something internally as well. Well, you could, but you always Mm -hmm. got to be very methodical with the timing of certain things. So Mm -hmm. for example, what's the team ready for really? Absolutely. And when Brian talks about the internal customer experience, which is, his customers are his employees. Mm -hmm. Again, it's what are we doing to cascade a message across? What are we doing to help them improve? What are we doing to help them level up their game? What are we doing to make sure that they are following a a philosophy of continuous and ever ending improvement? All this stuff takes time though, man, you know, it takes Mm -hmm. time. You're not going to nail it out of the park in 12 months. Mm -hmm. It's, for everything
1: it is well that's why it's continuous and exactly. never-ending improvement exactly <laughs> right. well it's, it's right
0: there and so I, I really like that takeaway in particular for mm-hmm. all the ceos managers out there it's mm-hmm. what are you doing to create that experience internally mm-hmm. for your employees mm-hmm. we always like to talk about customer experience
1: well turn that inwardly great takeaway yeah the other thing i'm gonna um, maybe mention there's even if you're not having success right out of the blocks Keep at it. Don't yeah. quit mm-hmm. because persistence will get you there as well because you're going to make some mistakes. You know, I've, Naturally. I've stumbled a few times myself. It happens, mm-hmm. but don't quit. Keep going. You know, what is, what is that one mantra that you've heard me say so many times? Um, you know, my overnight success took 20 years to build. It's it true. speaks to the patience of continuing and building and keeping on. If you've got the right vision and you're have it for the right reasons, you'll get there it's just not going to happen the first day you don't win the race you know two minutes after you've started it of course yeah well you've seen
0: that that uh, you probably seen on facebook linkedin instagram that path to success right that path to success never goes never Mm. it's (laughs) (laughs) it's up and down yep like it goes all the way across so whatever initiative you're putting in place, chances are it's going to be met with mm-hmm. resistance. Chances are it's probably not going to work out the first time. Doesn't mean you're a mm-hmm. failure. Just got to keep
1: going with it. So yeah. I-, I love that one from 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 the perspective of
0: Brian. Were mm-hmm. there any anything else that really stood out from Brian's well, what, yeah,
1: One of the other ones that he brought up that I thought was really good was the importance of learning to listen. And we talked about... You know, with customers, making sure that we're listening to them and, you know, Brian's used the adage that probably every single parent in this world's used with their kids, Mm -hmm. you have two ears and one mouth, Mm -hmm. you know, but it is so true developing that listening skill. And again, it's not just about listening to the customers. That's important. It absolutely is important. But if you're not listening to your staff, Mm -hmm. that's equally as as important because they're going to tell you the things you can't see. They're going to bring those things to the table and you need to listen to them and digest. It doesn't mean you have to agree, Mm -hmm. but at least listen to them and think it through. And I'm going to use an example the other day of one of our managers. uh, We had one of our managers meetings and afterwards him and I were speaking. And his suggestion was, we need to talk about more of the small wins, mm. right? And you're, and I said, you know what? You're 100% right. Because that helps build the culture. Of course we got to, you know, even <clears throat> if it's just a little thing, let's share it. If you wait for the huge wins, we can all do the high fives and the excitement. You're missing a lot of just that day-to-day good work that your people are doing but that all comes from listening it does you know
0: and and as you build up those small w's those small wins Mm -hmm. that continues to build self-belief in the organization Mm -hmm. it builds confidence in the organization builds confidence in your people Mm -hmm. and those small wins they Mm -hmm. do accumulate yeah but there's one thing that you mentioned that i really love and i think it's important for employees to know this and even managers to Mm -hmm. know this is that listening and digesting I have a lot of clients out there who I hear both sides of the story, right? I hear from the employees and I hear from the management team. And the employees will sometimes say, oh, I've made my, my 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 voice heard. I've told them what to do and yet nothing has changed. And so they're not listening to me. That's an incorrect perspective.
1: It is because yeah.
0: the CEO, for example, might hear the message, but then say, "Well, I need to digest this. I need to figure out how this fits into the big scheme of things." Mm-hmm. And that's and what, what that is the ripple effect from
1: that. Of course, you know what I mean. Of course, you can come in. Someone's going to have the greatest idea. You bring it in, and you go, "Okay, yeah, we're going to do this. We're putting it in today. Boom, away we go." And it takes down three other people because we didn't see it through to the end. Of course. So cool. that's part of that thinking yeah. about it and understanding where that you know maybe it is a great idea. Or maybe it's a great idea that needs to be modified. Mm -hmm.
0: And sometimes it's so Mm -hmm. easy just to say, just go in and do it. Mm -hmm. But I don't agree with that. I think that sometimes you do need to be more methodical, more strategic. So the client I'm talking to in particular, they want to invest in a brand new marketing software, Mm -hmm. new marketing platform. Right. Um, Very expensive. They're already using one. And they're just like, we should just move to this one. It's a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe mm-hmm. to you, it's a no brainer, but to the, your manager, your manager needs to sit there and evaluate all the options and look at not only HubSpot, but look at Marketo, look at you know Eloqua, look at using everything. And they're talking to all the vendors, but you don't see that. Mm-hmm. There's always two sides to every story. So again, if your management team is trying to change, if you've, you've, you've made your voice heard, they probably
1: listen to you. But maybe they're just digesting. So maybe Mm -hmm. think about that from a different Mm -hmm. perspective as well. But I love that. That's good. Well, and I'm going to say kind of the last piece to that is if you don't think you've been heard, take a couple minutes, sit down with the manager and ask, you know what, I've put this in front of you. What are your thoughts? Mm. And they may come back and say, you know what? I liked it. This is what I'm doing. This is where I am with it. And then you get that feedback. You mean from a, a CEO to the manager? Yeah, from the CEO to the manager gotcha. or from the the employee that's came in with that great idea, but they don't think that they're seeing any movement. I see. Have a conversation. Never sit there and assume that they didn't like it because you don't see any movement immediately. True. Have a conversation. You had the conversation to bring the idea forward. Yeah. Ask where it is. Yeah, makes sense. And I think any respectful manager or CEO out there will have the answer for you. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm working through it. I've talked to this person and this person about it. There's a lot of things that go on in a day that the the originator of the idea... May not see that you're doing. Completely agree, man. Completely yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Some good takeaways from Brian's episode.
0: Again, mm-hmm. if you haven't gone back and uh, listened to that one, go back and listen to that one again. That is uh, episode one with uh, on season two with uh, Barry Sharfstein. So go back and listen Brian to that Trufty. one. Brian Sharfstein. What did I say? You said Barry. Barry. Well, that's because we're moving to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Barry. Yeah, no, Barry Rempel. Brian Sharfstein. And now we're moving into Barry Rempel, who's the CEO of Winnipeg mm-hmm. Airports. Right.
1: So what takeaways did you get from Barry's interview? Well, you know what? Barry was another great interview. And I think with him, we could have gone for an hour oh, yeah. easily. He was too. he was just yeah. a very comfortable and so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. So much experience. And, and he lives what he talks mm. You know, So some of the great takeaways from him, uh, first one was um, professional development of his team, mm. right? And making sure that he's always bringing them up, making sure that he's getting them into courses, making sure that they understand his vision mm. and that they're moving in that direction. And that was a big one because he walked us right through every step of his mission uh, and his purpose. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. man. And he really believes in that. Yeah, that's something. It's, it's funny.
0: Uh, I know we're going to hit it on 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 Merle's point as well. There's going to be a common theme here. Right. Common mm. theme of like constant and never ending improvement. Mm-hmm. And that comes down to how we work in the company, but especially how we work on ourselves. Right. right. We always need to continue to work mm-hmm. on ourselves. Um we certainly do. You yeah. know, I, I think that that's just something that maybe it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. we're so busy, busy, busy. I got to do this today. I got to do this today. I got to do this today. But how often are you taking a step back and saying, mm-hmm. how am I as an individual? How is Ryan improving himself? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, how is Rob pro- improving mm-hmm. himself? And, and how is Tanya, our executive producer, improving herself? Oh, she's mm-hmm. doing her homework. Okay, good, go- good job, girl. You're doing yeah, your yeah, thing. She's here. doing her homework. She's improving herself. <laughs> she's improving herself. <laughs> but how are we all <laughs> dedicating time to improve ourselves? Like, uh, I love the fact that leaders... At that level, understand the importance of professional development. Um, Barry understands that. Brian definitely understands that. Mm-hmm. Merle understands that. You understand that. Mm-hmm. And you would hope that all the employees understand that you're doing that because you're
1: just trying to make them better.
0: Which in the end is a great thing. Right. right.
1: And again, that's the job of the manager or the CEO to improve the people around them, to bring them up, educate them, train them, uh, take them where they need to go. But if we just keep handing them more work, and expecting them to be able to do it without watching them start to collapse, I can't imagine what would happen with them. I mean, the stress levels go up mm-hmm. and their ability to move forward really starts to decline. Mm-hmm. So we need to be able to train and teach and grow them as management.
0: Tough question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you
1: do to the employee who doesn't
0: want to improve, who doesn't want to focus on better themselves? They say, you know what, Rob, I know everything that I need
1: to know. hmm I'm good. Well, that's where you start having some more serious conversations and explaining, again, the why this is important, Mm. you know, and you got to walk them through that. Because sometimes, you know, they're so caught in the hurricane of whatever their life is, uh, you have to be able to take a minute and help them out and sit them down and have an honest conversation. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, that's the most important thing, an honest conversation. Mm. And the honest conversation
0: looks like what? Talk, Talk to me about that. Like... For example, I like your answer because Mm -hmm. your answer tells me, you know, don't just assume like, oh, they're they're dumb. You know, they don't want to learn something. Closed minded people. No, it's your job as a manager to be empathetic and say, "Hmm, Mm hmm, I wonder why you feel this way here's why I want you to learn it. Here's why I think it's important. Like, let's test your knowledge right now. And that that honest conversation, is that kind of what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Is, is having exactly. like a very like yeah. blunt, vulnerable conversation about this is why I need you to do this. This is why I think it's important. This is how it's going to benefit you and just being more patient and more that's empathetic. That's exactly it. Gotcha. That's exactly gotcha. it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And that's important to do. As a manager, you got to be able to motivate your employees and explain to them why certain training is available because Mm -hmm. sometimes people might look at that and say, well, I don't want that training or I don't think I need that. Take the time to have that honest conversation, Mm -hmm. as you said. For sure. I like that, man. I like that. Anything else from uh, Barry's interview that really stood out?
1: One of the other ones that I thought was really good (laughs) was the uh, lean process that he put towards Mm -hmm. service. You know, Because everyone thinks of lean as a manufacturing tool and that's exactly what it is. But he's found a way to take service and lean it. And again, that's the constant, never-ending improvement. You know, we always call it the CIs here, continuous improvements Uh around the office here. But taking a process and just making it more effective, more efficient, and making sure that we're getting the most from our people. And for a lot of cases, people, when they're doing their job more efficiently, actually enjoy their job more because they don't feel like they're wasting their time. Mm. Uh, They can look at what they've gotten accomplished at the end of the day and say, wow, Look at that pile of work I did. I feel good about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I love, uh, I love that. Again, it comes down to improving
0: yourself, but improving your own internal mm-hmm. processes, your mm-hmm. your own internal procedures. Again, that's it's all about running a business and becoming mm-hmm. more efficient. And For the small businesses out there who maybe small to medium-sized businesses who maybe aren't as efficient as like Winnipeg Airports Authority for example because they're a big organization and a lot of people in there. You got to be patient. These things, again, take time. Building process and procedure and getting things uh, very efficient, it just takes time. Mm -hmm. Well, the
1: nice thing is once you have a good process and once you have good procedures, now it becomes measurable. Correct. And once you have uh, measurability, Mm -hmm. you're able to then go back and look at it and go, you know what, now if we, Review this again. Where can we pick up a little bit more? And constant, never-ending improvement. Got it, man. You love know. that. Love that. Great mm-hmm.
0: takeaways from uh Barry's interview. Mm-hmm. Again, that's Barry Rempel, the Winnipeg mm-hmm. Airports Authority CEO. Go back and listen to that one. That was episode two of season two of Into the Fire. And mm-hmm. last but certainly not least,
1: mm-hmm. Merle West. Merle West, yeah. And Merle was such a great interview. Mm-hmm. You know, she's such a good speaker yeah. and such a knowledgeable lady. I was, mm-hmm. you know, so so happy to have her on the show. And of course, you know, a lot of what she talked about was self-awareness. You know, mm-hmm. how many people are walking around not understanding the effect that they're having on the people in their direct area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, this is talking about our individual employees and, and, and the people, our coworkers yes. and how important they are. And and I've talked about this in the show as well, that, you know, when you're walking through the office, are you confident, right? Mm-hmm. Are you in control? I mean, the, the different things you and I talk about. Of course, about, all the time. Um, mm-hmm. All the different things that come with that. and. If you're in a good place, it brings the team up. It gives them confidence. (laughs) But if you're walking into the place, and and I've said before, you're kicking garbage cans, and you're swearing, and and it's all negative, and you're... (sighs) They feel that. They feel it. It radiates through the team and takes them down, and you can almost watch it happen, Mm -hmm. right? And so, again, I'm not talking about being um, fluffy, happy, and, and in all that, but you need to understand that how important it is to be good in front of your team and be confident in what you're doing and let them know, we got this, we're going there. You know, this is, this is important. You
0: are, you know, this might sound fluffy, but you are a source of energy in the company. Everybody's Mm -hmm. a source of energy in the company. If I come in the office and I'm again, like you always say this all the time, if I'm dragging my knuckles, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's almost like a Robism. You Like you like, (laughs) if I come in, I'm dragging my knuckles, right? Like just like a big chimp. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people are going to feel that you're frowning. People are going to feel that, right? If you're short, people are going to feel Mm -hmm. that. And so one of my clients had this beautiful philosophy that I never forgot. And I shared it with you. Be the energy that you want to see in the room. So -hmm. if you want to see more of an optimistic, positive, like an optimistic, realistic kind of um, attitude, you got to bring that, Mm -hmm. right? It comes from your body language. It comes from your facial expressions. It comes from your tone. It comes from everything. But if I come in the office and I'm looking like this, I'm like, hey, morning, Rob. Morning, Tanya. How's it going? I'm bringing a very low energy to the office, right? Mm-hmm. What do I think is going to happen with them? They're going to bring that low energy back. Exactly. It's just how it works. So self-awareness yep. piece is understanding how your energy, how your tone, your body language is having an influence on the people mm-hmm. around you. And that's
1: just one aspect of self-awareness, mm-hmm. but it's so important for us to key in on that. Yeah. One of the interesting things that Merle made a comment on was uh, your body language needs to match what you're saying. Ooh, and people will nice. read that in Im- immediately yeah they get it if you are not in sync with yourself people read that off of you yeah. and again you become a false person to them they go oh that's just him again doing whatever mm. you know you need to believe and and live and the, the body language everything needs to be in sync i agree you i know? agree
0: and it's, be honest with mm-hmm. yourself too right if you're having a bad day you're having a bad day people yeah. people need to know that as well right if, mm-hmm. especially if you know you're feeling stressed out um Realize, you know, if you're the CEO of a company, if you're a manager running people, you know, sometimes if you're angry, mm-hmm. take it out in the truck and maybe bring somebody else with you and have an opportunity to vent, get it out, but don't bring it in the office and vent, right? Otherwise right. you're just yeah. gonna leave like little pockets of like anger, little pockets of mm-hmm. sadness, of mm-hmm. frustration. Nah, don't mm-hmm. do that, right? Be yeah. responsible with your your energy by increasing your self awareness. say, I'm feeling garbage, like garbage. I need to go for a drive or I need to go for a run so I don't bring this energy
1: into the office with me. For sure. Yeah. Another interesting thing that Merle talked about was adopting an attitude of curiosity. And what I liked about that was if you're curious, again, this gets back to asking questions, listening to your people, uh, but getting them involved, engaging them in conversations, getting them to participate in what's going on. Curiosity is such a powerful tool Mm -hmm. because you're showing interest in the business. You're showing interest in the people. You're showing interest in the process all of the good things that go with that and it shows that you care Mm. asking great questions and being curious is massive oh yeah I actually forgot
0: about that point completely that is a good point though Mm. again curiosity is important because not only does it show that you care but by asking questions and being curious it ensures that you are truly learning Mm -hmm. and that you're truly like taking in what you're learning and making it self-knowledge. Right. I think is really, really Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. Being curious is good and asking questions is good. People Mm -hmm. assume that asking questions is a bad thing because it makes it feel like I don't understand. Yeah. A a position of weakness. Yeah. Yeah,
1: But it's not. No. I see it as a position of strength. I agree. Right.
0: A a position of like caring. Mm -hmm. Right. And asking these questions sometimes liberates others to ask questions as well. Right. Being curious I think is a good thing. And being curious about, you know, problems, being curious about how things work in the company, you could uncover new opportunities for efficiencies, new opportunities to make money, new opportunities to save money, new opportunities mm-hmm. to improve internal culture. Mm-hmm. By just being curious, how does this work? Or how can we do this better?
1: Right. And I had that conversation with someone the other day, and they said, you know, I don't want to ask the questions because I don't want to, you know, I don't want people not to think I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And I said, no, that is 100% wrong. Yeah. You... You know, the position of curiosity, asking questions, is a position of strength. It is. And I can't emphasize that enough because it stimulates conversation. Yeah. If you're afraid to ask a question, mm-hmm. you'll never have the conversation. You'll never grow. You'll never uh, riff into that, you know, great place that you could actually be. Completely and agree. And so ask the questions. Completely agree. Mm-hmm.
0: So again, Brian Sharfstein, yeah, Barry Rempel, mm-hmm. and Merle West. Merle West episode, by the way, is episode three of season two of Into the Fire. So great mm-hmm. Interviews in January
1: They sure were you great know, They interviews, really great were Great
0: conversations And we yeah. got some amazing interviews Lined up for February We got uh, Jessica LaRusso Right Yeah an Amazing individual Great energy uh, We got Mary Muller Yeah Right The yeah. Uh, president of uh, the um, World Trade uh, World Center World Trade, Trade World. Center Thank yeah. you uh, We got Dave Angus Coming yeah. in as well yeah, uh, I love absolutely. love Dave Dave Dave's always bringing A lot of energy From uh mm-hmm um johnson's um, uh johnson insurance thank you sir uh man my brain's not working enough i gotta get a little (laughs) more coffee i'm I'm, I'm sorry brian i barry (laughs) Sharstein? yeah Ah, terrible terrible for sure caffeine up there my man i'll I'll send him (laughs) a little card in the mail but uh, no amazing interviews in january Mm -hmm. and great job for you to uh, continue to bring those interviews to us because i enjoy them Mm mm-hmm it's an opportunity for all of us in the community to learn from leaders and I think that again you want to talk continuous and ever improvement you're bringing a show forward and digging deep into the minds of leaders to ask them what a hot topic is for them
1: right and I gotta say I'm learning a lot from them and it's not just what is going on on the show but we're talking for you know 15-20 minutes prior and then they're you know at the end of the show they're pretty excited about how it went and we're talking about more stuff I keep the camera rolling keep the camera rolling (laughs) right Yeah, (laughs) because we learn so much We And, and you know like I said that opportunity. You know, I'm putting myself through a bit of a university here, just talking to these people. Of course, you know, it, it's been fantastic.
0: It is, yeah, and I absolutely love it. And I can't wait for uh, the next few episodes, and uh, we'll be back here at the end of February, kind of doing another recap show of uh, what Rob's biggest takeaways for from those uh, three interviews. So again, mm-hmm. it was uh, truly a
1: pleasure, and uh, man, you're doing a great job. So just yeah. keep it up, man. Keep Thanks it buddy. up. Absolutely yeah. love it. But yeah.
0: anyways. Sign us off, brother.
1: I was going to say, make sure that you are following us on all the local suspects, uh, LinkedIn, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Engage Twitter. with the man. Engage with the man. Oh, Please do. And if Please you see do. him in
0: public, stop by and say hi and tell him that you found him oh, through yeah. the show. Because yeah. uh, it's always good for us to to engage with people out there. It's, it's cool because we see common people following and liking and sharing and commenting, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. But when you see people... In person, you're like, I don't know you listen to the show. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm one of those people who don't, like, engage yeah. on social media. But mm-hmm. but it's cool. So if you do see Rob, be sure to shake his hand I, and go by and say hi.
1: A fellow I worked with, God, 30-plus uh, years ago, reached out the other day. Get out of here. That's yeah, cool. you know, That's I cool. was still just a young buck at the time. You know, he kind of reminded me of some fun that we had had in the past, but it was so great to hear from him. No kidding. Uh, and I also want to mention... The podcast, of course, because we're taking the show and it's now available on Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a look there, uh, search us up on Into the Fire with Rob Reed. Mm-hmm. You'll find us on all your favorite podcasts. Absolutely perfect. Well, again, man, it's uh, truly a pleasure, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be back here uh, next
0: month. But uh, mm-hmm. until then, uh, we will catch you soon, and uh, keep, yeah. keep 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 uh, staying tuned. And uh, we're going to be covering off all these hot topics, and every week just trying to clear the smoke on that to find some clarity. But uh, we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. You bet. take care. Excellent. Good job.